You are listening to the Unlikely Felon Podcast, episode number 22. Welcome to the Unlikely Felon Livestream. This show is peppered with humor, entertains with inspiration, and presents real solutions to post-traumatic recovery. Here is your host, author, speaker, and mistake maker, W.C. Young. from the road this week. I'm WC. I'm uh, actually using some different technologies, so hopefully it sounds sounds good and you're doing well. I'm traveling with my daughter visiting some schools and the recruiting process for her sport and uh, just holding on to, to memories. I hope if you get a chance to do something like that, that you that you do wherever you are. Maybe today's the day you start your personal comeback and while you're on the path, you might need some inspiration. Maybe that's me. Uh, maybe not, but uh, hopefully it is. Uh, especially when it comes to marriage and partnerships, lots of questions have come in about how Kay and I somehow, our marriage has survived. I actually saw some research too on the law of attraction as well as AARP. I know old people stuff if you're <laughs> if you're young, but Ram Dass, uh, actually I'll get, to, I'll get to that quote shortly. But um, today, so I, I want to cover how do you how do you make a marriage survive? What's gonna what are the factors that are gonna help you when it comes to it? And then from the book, we're gonna talk about how Kay and I were married in 1995 and something very unusual for newlyweds to do. And then finish with inspiration from a local Denver foundation that I was uh, involved in back in the day, and they're still doing really good stuff. And it deals with horse polo. I know you might say uh, polo. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about horse polo, but it's a really cool charity event that's taking place um, this upcoming weekend. Uh, so the question today, can your marriage, maybe your partnership, whatever you want to call it, last a lifetime? That is the question. The stats say no, of course. I think we all know that, but I say yes. And it's funny because I saw this Ram Dass quote. He said, uh, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family so, or maybe even spend a week with your wife, husband, or partner. So I, again, just going through some research this week and um, people discussing it, Kay and I started talking about it and we thought we'd share kind of a list that we put together based on being together now. It'll be 27 years. Actually, we've dated 30. It'll be 37 years together and just uh, still madly in love with her. And we just have an incredible relationship that I'm so blessed. But came up with 10 things. Uh, number one, got to forgive constantly. And I think that's such a big factor. There's so many things that happen in life that you didn't say the right thing or do the right thing or didn't show up the way you were supposed to, or maybe you were rude and considerate, whatever it is, but you constantly got to be forgiving. That's just, I think, number one, when you look at everything. Number two, your marriage has to be your number one priority, whether you have kids, businesses, careers, hobbies. I know guys that have so many hobbies that that's their priority. The reality is your marriage has to be number one, and the research says that as well. Uh, number three, win for the other person more than yourself. That was a tough one for me. It took me, boy, several years into our marriage to figure that out, and even to this day, really making sure that, because when you're a narcissist like myself, <laughs> I know I'm the only one out there, but you tend to only think about how you can win 
right? And and what's winning for you? But you got to want it for the other person. And, and now, especially, and I see it with my kids, right? I mean, I, I want it so badly for them, whatever their goals are, whatever they're trying to accomplish, way more than I ever wanted for myself. And now I've been able to take that to that level with, with my wife, with Kay. And again, this is a list, um, top 10 kind of things. Number four, be honest, but kind. I think honesty is so incredibly important. You've got to be honest, but you've got to be kind. I see some people say, well, my husband or my wife is, um, they're heavy, out of shape, they're this, they're that. It's, it's almost cruelty. So it's good to be honest and say, hey guys, um, for each other, we need, we need to get healthier. We need to lose some pounds, but do it in a real kindful way so that people aren't collecting stamps. And you've heard me say that before, but um, that goes back to honesty as well. Um, that way they're not collecting all these issues and being upset and frustration, frustrated, all that good stuff. Number five, communicate fanatically. That was a big one that came up in the research. And I, and Kay and I felt the same thing. You've constantly got to be in communication. I know there's times where I don't listen properly or I thought I heard a certain way, but just constant communication. Number six, have sex often. That's a big one. Intimacy. I think, um, uh, and that's for different people, uh, meaning the number of times they're together, how they're together. But I think that intimacy is so critical to your relationship and to being together and to understanding each other and staying close and really being open um, and, again, honest with yourself. Number seven, demand more of each other. I think especially as the marriage has gone on, Kane, I talked about this, and it's like, are you demanding more of each other or are you lowering the bar? Kind of like what I feel sometimes in this country is instead of raising the bar, we lower it. Same thing with marriages. A lot of times I think we just lower it and we settle. Are you challenging it? Are you um, are you demanding more of each other? And that goes to the next one. Number eight, lift each other up. Just continue to lift each other up. Kane and I, we have coffee in the morning and we talk about our day and, and sometimes we're down. Sometimes we have all kinds of uh, issues going on or, or things, but it's like, lift each other up constantly, constantly lift each other. You've got to almost be each other's Anthony Robbins or, or motivational coach. That's a big one. Number nine, be able to, to be both a leader and a follower. And as a A type personality for myself, it took me a, a while to learn, but, and I like it now. I like that. I don't always have to be the leader. I don't always have to micromanage. And we know so many relationships, family members, friends, contacts, where one person is micromanaging the marriage. They're micromanaging everything going on, and you can see it causes some some issues of balance and, and trust and those sorts of things. So can you follow? And I've become a lot better follower, I think, than I was early on, <laughs> because it wasn't my way, then it's the wrong way, right? Where now it's, I like to follow and, and not constantly. Number 10, share. It's a big one. Uh, share your goals and then create new ones together. So share, Kay and I talk about what, what are our purposes this quarter, this year, the next five years, 10 years, whatever it is. And then what are the ones that we, so we each have individual ones, but what are the ones that we can create together? What are those things that um, we can build together? Uh, whether it's around the kids, uh, especially around our marriage, around ourselves, uh, whatever it might be, family members, friends, etc. But that's a big one. So that's just quick 10 lists that I wanted to talk about today. And a bonus, I think a bonus one um, would be gratitude. Always having gratitude for each other, no matter what. 
no matter if you're pissed, no matter if you're depressed, frustrated, upset, whatever that might be, but really have gratitude for each other. So that was just a, a quick list on some of those thoughts of, of why a marriage can last, especially ours, as you can imagine if you've read the book, all the things that we've been through. It's unbelievable. It's, I think we've always kept each other that number one priority. And I even write, uh, hey, um, an unusual start to our marriage. I write, Kay and I were at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas for a two-day workshop called Journey Beyond Perception. It was a super hyped 1990s training session for Equinox, if you guys are familiar with the, the multi-level uh, marketing business format. Some people say it's a pyramid scheme, but it kind of ended up being one. But uh, I write, it was created to help us attendees develop our visions and goals, let our dreams run crazy and loose spotlights, hit the stage, the music burst out of the sound system, journey beyond perception. That's what it was called. It was starting and Bill Gould, the lead circus trainer for the event, appeared at center stage. And the reason I, I brought, I want to bring this story up today, and of course it ties in to our marriage, is that we were newlyweds. And to do this, this workshop, we had to exchange our gifts that we, a lot of our gifts that we receive for the marriage. Now I can't think of anybody, very few people who would do that, but we felt we were on this journey. I remember two kids who grew up with self, a single parent and, and Karen with her parents, low, we were both low income, considered low income in the day. And there we were trying to really get on a track of uh, finding our, our financial goals and future and all that. And and that's what we were willing to do. So that question goes back to, and what are you willing to do? But also, what are you willing to overcome, fix, which, of course, we've had to do several times. Are you hungry for popcorn? This week's sponsor is Sizzle Popcorn. Popcorn is a go-to when you want to sit down and enjoy the show. So today, bring out the sizzle and make the moment memorable. Our inspirational story this week is from uh, Denver. It's actually, it used to be called the Denver Active 2030, and it was a group I was heavily involved in with uh, for about 11 years. Um, so was Kay. She was a former executive director, and actually, back in the day, and I talk about it a little bit in the book, but the organization was almost went under and the event canceled and it was a gentleman Kay and myself who said, let's keep this thing going. And I really credit a gentleman named Paul and uh, Kay for, for doing that. And now you look at this event today, it's going to be the 34th annual Denver Polo Classic. So what this foundation does is it goes out and raises money for all kinds of different children's charities throughout the, Colorado area and this event will probably net close to a million dollars this year and this the annual one is coming up it's Friday through Sunday and it's where they play polo there's a huge uh, ball party on Friday night and then they play polo on horse polo on Saturday and Sunday and if you ever get a chance to attend everybody's a lot of people have probably seen the movie Pretty Woman that's Maybe a good way to describe it, although this our event uh, is so much bigger and so much better now. And, and I'm just so proud of this group, even though I haven't been involved now for for many years, just what it's become and what they've what it's evolved into and the culture. And these guys, they inspire me so much. And they um, they they actually when I when I think about it, 
I, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I, I think it inspires me to keep going. I think about all the charities that we help all the, the kids just in the, now in the hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. Um, it's just an incredible group. And in fact, one of our the gentleman who was president before me is before I was involved, uh, was injured this last week. And so we've all kind of gotten together and, and rallied around him to help him. Uh, but that's what this was about. It was about some unique friendships. Some I still have, some I don't. And it was a great time. And it's just fantastic to see this event get just continue to be the success that it is. And so, again, if you get a chance, give to your local charities. Uh, if you get a chance, watch Horse Polo if you're in Colorado, uh, July, I guess, 12th through the or the 13th through the 15th, 12th through the 14th. Where are we? <laughs> It's upcoming weekend anyways. Um, hope you get a chance. So I just want to thank you for joining me today. And that uh, was just a quick, uh, I guess, overview of research as Kay and I were talking about. I thought, let's put this on the podcast as to what those uh, kind of top 10 things that keep your marriage going. And you could maybe have a lifetime marriage. Um, send me your emails, your thoughts on it and topics that you'd like me to cover. Keep that feedback coming. If you get a chance to pick up a copy of The Unlikely Felon, still uh, still selling on Amazon. I'm very grateful and uh, very proud of that as uh, as things move on. I'm going to be actually uh, rebranding this podcast uh, probably later this summer, so watch for that. But uh, other than that, I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope whatever is going on well in your life that you keep it going. If it's not, remember your personal comeback is just it's moments and thoughts away. So this is W.C. Young. Remember, sometimes the best way to help the world is to make mistakes. Goodbye for now. If you enjoyed this cast, you must check out the website unlikelyfelon.com. You can buy W.C.'s new book, sign up for the newsletter and see his speaking engagement schedule.